Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The shorthanded Hawks take care of the shorthanded Rockets and get a dub. We'll talk about it all right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, the Atlanta Hawks were victorious against the Houston Rockets, a a very shorthanded <laughs> Atlanta Hawks were up against the shorthanded Houston Rockets. But nevertheless, man, they got the dub 122 to 113. We'll talk about what we saw in the arena. Uh, we'll talk about some of the um, comments that Coach Quinn had to say after the game. But um, first of all, um, I want to start with. Um, some recap of uh, what Landry Fields was talking about the day after the trade deadline. Um, I didn't pod after that. <clears throat> I just have kind of a, a brief reaction to the, um, I guess you can say, lack of moves <laughs> that the Hawks made. So uh, if you missed that, you can go back and just check that out. That was just a quick reaction pod. I think it was even like 10 minutes. It wasn't that long, but... Um, I just gave my thoughts on what the Hawks um, didn't do. And uh, so you can still check that podcast out. And um, I wanted to start with um, Landry Fields. He had a presser on last week. I think it was the day after or two days after kind of explaining, um, (laughs) kind of trying to explain himself. Uh, Oh, before I forget, first things first, again. If you're new to the pod, welcome, welcome, welcome. I got to do this every time. I know folks be like, why do you always say this? I got to. Because in the podcast game, you always have to acknowledge any people that are new who may have stumbled onto your podcast. So if you're new and stumbled onto the podcast, welcome, welcome. I'm E-Dub. Nice to meet you. Radio Handshake. You know what I mean? (laughs) We would love for you to connect with us on social media. So make sure you connect with us on uh, whatever social media platform that you um that you get down with um we also would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and drop a five-star rating on apple podcast or on spotify 
All right. Now that I got that out the way, <laughs> let's talk about Landry Fields. So Landry Fields had a presser uh, last week, and um, I just want to quickly, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I wanted to just kind of briefly give my thoughts on that because I didn't really pot about it. I didn't really tweet about it. And uh, for those of you that rock with me, for those of you that are kind of, uh, interested in what I have to say about things. Here is my thought. First of all, I understand why Landry came out and had to do that press. Con- well, it wasn't even really a press conference. It was kind of a meeting with the media, you know. And so um, I understand why he did it. He did it because he has I, I think he has a pulse on the fan base. And he knows that, like, you can't just not make moves and not say anything. So him not saying anything would have been death. Like, it was already bad that they didn't make any moves. But for him not to make any moves and for him not to, like, have a presser, (laughs) that wasn't going to work. Tony Wrestler's not going to speak because Tony doesn't really do that. And I don't really blame him. You know, that's just how Tony's always gotten down, you know. Um so yeah, he had to come out and speak and he said a lot. And I'll say this, um, Landry Fields to me is very politician like, and not to the point that I think that what he's saying is a bunch of BS. I mean, some of it kind of, I'll just say his coach speak, I'll say his coach speak, but, um, I, I think he can be a little, I don't know. It's just he's so different from Travis. Travis Schlink was very polished, of course, because Travis has been in this league for so long. Very polished, very to the point, very concise in his answers. Landry feels almost like he has to explain himself um, for his answers. Like he'll you'll ask him a question, and he he won't just answer your question. He'll like feel like he needs to give an answer for the answer. And it could be kind of just like, oh, my gosh, just answer the question, bro. But I'm going to sum up everything he said <laughs> in one sentence. Landry basically said, we wasn't going to make no moves just to be making no moves. And I told y'all that's what happened. They were not going to make no moves just for the sake of making no move, making moves. The one piece of value that they had was to John T. Murray. And they weren't even going to get what they really wanted for DeJounte Murray. So if you weren't going to get what you wanted for DeJounte Murray, what do you think that other teams were offering them for Clint, for DeAndre, for AJ, for anybody else that you think may have been on the trade block? They said they didn't really want to park with Bogey. They didn't really want to park with Onyeka. They took the calls. But I, I really just don't think that there was a deal out there that they passed up. And as a fan, I know that's hard to hear, but I think that's the reality. I don't think that there was a good deal out there for them to take. And if you're a fan and you're upset um, about your team not making any moves, I understand. However, I really don't think there are probably good deals out there. I don't. I really don't. Because here's the facts, right? If they weren't able to get what they wanted for DeJounte, which was two first and, and certain players that, you know, they wanted and they weren't able to get that, keep them. Keep them. What is the worst that can happen? You have DeJounte Murray on your team? Like, nah, that's not the worst thing that can happen. 
right? Um, I know a lot of folks want Clint out there. Um, what 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 is the value of Clint Capella? And I'll say this: I think that Hawks kind of oversell the value of Clint Capella here in Atlanta. I think league wide, I don't think his value is really that high. I just don't. I don't think that. I think that they tried to move him. I think they took calls on him, but I don't think that the value for Clint is that high. And now it's the part of the season where he's starting to have little nagging injuries. He's starting to have injuries. So what do you think the value is? Do you think they're getting something of value? Do you think they're getting value calls on, on Clint Capella? Do you think that they're getting value calls on DeAndre Hunter, who was hurt, who's missed damn near 20, 25 games this season? I don't know how many games he's missed. I'm guessing. <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't know. But I'm just saying, like they don't uh, like the pieces that that wanted to, that that most fans want to be moved don't carry much value. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. AJ Griffin, like we value him in Atlanta, but like outside the league, nah. I I, I think folks knew, and, and somebody intimated this in the, uh, the presser, like the fact that teams know that the Hawks are desperate to get rid of folks. They know that eventually they're going to come up to a point where the money is going to start talking, and they're going to have to shed salary. So the Hawks were content with just standing pat. And seeing where they are in the offseason. So, um, it, it, <laughs> I'm not going to say what the rest of the season is. But that was the move they made. And they're standing on that. They're standing on it. They're standing on bending in. <laughs> That's what it is. You know what I mean? So, um, Landry did have a, a unique back and forth when somebody asked him about Trey and DeJounte. Um and about like the metrics and everything, I have the video. So let me, I'm just going to play a little clip of it. I may play like a minute or two of it, but I want you to listen to it. And I want you to hear how Landry, like, he doesn't really run from it, but it's just like, come on, bro. <laughs> so here's the clip from Landry Fields. Um, I'm trying to figure out who the, let me, hold on. Let me find out who the reporter is so I can give him credit for asking the question. Ken Segura, um, I, I believe it's pronounced, I've, forgive me enough if I pronounce his last name wrong, but uh, Ken Segura from the AJC, um, and here's kind of the the, the, uh, the exchange, or not even the exchange, but the question and the answer from Lit, uh, Landry Fields. Time. Um, sample size uh, brings us a good question here. Um, I think a lot, there's been a lot, of, I'll say a lot of talk and thought about our 
Trey and DeJounte working well together. The numbers would suggest that when they're on the floor together, you're not as good a team. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that this pairing is going to work and lead to where you guys want to go as a franchise? Um, it's a it's a really good question, um, and I love how you framed it. Like sample size is getting larger and larger and larger, and assuming you're looking at specific lineups and defensive and offensive ratings, which can always be debated as well. Um, yeah, you're starting to see that more and more. And um, yeah, the, I, I I I can't lie to you; the numbers speak for for themselves on that. Um, but we're also interested in well. Let's say they're on the court together and it's based off of the numbers. It's not working out. Well, why is that? Like, what are things that we can do for them in a development aspect to make it look more like the on off lineups that I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're looking at. And ultimately like that, then that lays something that is a bit, that is measurable. Those are things now from a development standpoint that you can look at and say, okay, can you progress in these areas? If you can't, then yeah, like those are those are times like that. I'm not saying that's exactly how it's going to happen with any player where you'd have to consider the changes that, you know, everyone would then be kind of kind of kind of asking and looking for at the end of the day. So that was um, that was that was his answer. You know, they kind of went back and forth a little bit, but uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to bog everything down into the Landry Fields presser, but. Um, I, I think that, that Landry was in a, a, a no win situation for taking this press conference. Like there was nothing he could have said to make Hawks fans be like, Oh, okay. Well, okay. We're good now. Hawks fans know one thing. This team is not very good right now. They're below 500 and they need to get better. And the Hawks front office did not make moves to get better. Now, however you feel about why they made those moves, that's up to you. But Landry pretty much just came out and said, hey, there wasn't any good deals out there. And I I am leaning on the side of believing him more than not believing him, if I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Um, I think that when they decide to, to make moves, it's, it's not going to be good initially. I mean, it's not going to be good initially because the Hawks – are not in a power situation. In negotiation, you have to have some semblance of power. And the Hawks do not have any power when it comes to negotiating with these free agents. I mean, not with these trade pieces that they have. DeAndre's been hurt. Clint is getting older. You know, these guys are making... And, and, and their contract money isn't terrible. It's bad, but it's not, like, terrible. It's not untenable. You know what I mean? So, um, we'll wait and see, man. We will wait and see. But let me get into this Hawks uh, <laughs> Rockets game. I spent a little bit too much time on that, but I didn't want to give my thoughts on that um, before because I didn't spend any time on that. So, now you know. Um, Hawks and Rockets. This was the injury game. <laughs> the Hawks had like everybody out, everybody was out. I believe they had nine guys available. Nine guys available. Now, the last time the Hawks played Houston, uh, they ended up winning the game. 134 to 127. Jabari Smith had a big game, 34 points, 13 boards, and everything was pretty much set up for him to have another big game because the Hawks, well, they were without their wings, like almost all of them. 
<laughs> like all of them. No bigs, no wings. DeAndre Hunter was out. Right knee. Uh, his his status was a right knee injury management. Right. So Clint Capella still out. Bruno Fernando, Wesley Matthews, and Patty Mills. All three of those guys were out because of illness. I don't know what that is, but I guess them dudes wasn't feeling well. Uh, Mo Gay is still out. And so that left you with a roster of nine guys. And let me say this at the top. You had nine guys available and you played eight. Guess who the one dude was that didn't get no burn? I pause for dramatic effect. Just guess. Guess who the guess who the one guy was that did not get any burn? You'll never guess it. You'll never guess it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. AJ Green. DMP coach's decision. The only one. The only one that did not play. Even Garrison Matthews got nine minutes. Nine minutes. And here's another thing. Going back to the Landry press conference. Landry was asked about AJ. And he said, oh, hey, yeah, we're going to try to get AJ some, some, some time in College Park. Yada, yada, yada. You know, he mentioned about, you know, AJ, you know, trying to support AJ. And AJ was some dealing with some things. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Right. He also said to AJ, uh, he, he defensively, there's room for growth. Bro, listen here. Don't do this. Don't do this. Because, and, and here's what I don't like about it. You are not, you are not fitting to tell me that Garrison Matthews is so much more of a defender than A.J. Griffin. You're not going to tell me that. You know, like, like nah, we're not doing this. Like, these other guys that you are playing are not defensive stoppers. A.J. Griffin is not the worst defender on this team. I refuse to believe that he is the worst defender on this team. But that uh, I keep saying I'm not going to talk anymore about A.J., but it kind of bothers me. It just kind of bothers me, man. Like, if, if anybody should have got sold off during the break, just sell. Free AJ, bro. Like, just free AJ. Let him go, man. If, you, if you're not going to play him, then freaking trade him. You know what I mean? That's what that is. I ain't mean <laughs> y'all. Y'all know how I get. You know how I get. So, that's what that is. AJ ain't going to burn tonight. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. You got nine men available, and you play eight. And the one dude you don't play is A.J. Griffin. I mean, one of my, one of my, one of my colleagues said, man, it, it seems like it might be personal. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, all those guys was out. And the Rockets were not without, you know, some injuries on their own because they were without Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet, <laughs> And Cam Whitmore, uh, two big parts of what they do, mainly Fred Van Vliet. Um, without them, man, like they just, they just, Fred Van Vliet is a big part of what they do. When they don't have him on the court, they are a totally different ball club. Totally different ball club. Um, you know, Aaron Holiday, our old friend. Balled out of control tonight, man. 18 points. Dunked on somebody. Like, Aaron Holiday was like that dude tonight for a little bit. You know what I mean? Old man Jeff Green. 
Jeff Green is 136 years old. 19 points, you know, still still contributing in this league. 31 minutes, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and I, I told a buddy, I was like, look, if you had the choice between your starting point guard being out and losing all of your wings, what would you do? I would say I would lose all my wings because your point guard is like, that's the most important part of the piece of the puzzle, you know? So that was that. But going in, you know, and immediately into the game, you know, I, uh, and, and, I, and I'll be brief with this since I took up so much time talking about Landry. Um, Rockets, man, like that first quarter, they were just like, okay, that was kind of humming. I mean, it wasn't really that it was humming, but, you know, the Hawks play were playing very um, uninspired basketball. Uninspired. They didn't make no shots. It was just like I didn't like the shot profile. I was just like, you know, I said maybe it's because the bigs aren't out there. Maybe it's like they're just trying to figure something different out. It just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I said at the end of the first quarter, I said Hawks just need to play with a running clock tonight. Just let the clock run. Like I didn't, I didn't, you know, <laughs> it wasn't good in the beginning. But much to my chagrin, the second quarter happened, and this team wakes up. They wake up, and when I tell you they played superb basketball, it was a superb quarter of basketball. They outscored the Rockets 38-18 in that second quarter, and I was like, ooh, wee boy. Like, the energy turned up. It was just uh, the shots started falling a little bit more. And even defensively, like defensively, like they were they were decent, like they were decent defensively, despite, um, you know, not having any bigs, not having any bigs at all. And so you um, you go into the halftime, you're up by eight, 49, 57. I'm like, OK, like, you know, they're kind of cooking with grease a little bit. Right. But like I always say, you know, you don't really know what the game's going to be until you get that third quarter. Right. You know, third quarter is always a pivotal quarter quarter for the Hawks. And you 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 just gotta shout out to John T. Murray. Gotta shout out to John T. Murray once again. Um in the third quarter, I think he just really asserted himself. Um Trey had eight points, but I don't think Trey really had a good he, he didn't really shoot the ball well. I'm not gonna say he had a bad game, but he didn't shoot the ball well tonight. Luckily, the Hawks have a guy named DeJounte Murray. And this is one of those instances where, like, it works, you know? Not so much them working together, but it was just nice to have DeJounte Murray on the team, right? A, a guy that can take over, a guy that can handle the ball and um, do what he does, you know? Had 11 points in that quarter and really just helped the Hawks keep the Rockets at bay, right? Just keep them at bay. And because the Rockets, you know, they started to bow up, you know what I mean? Like, this is a prideful team. This is a tough bunch, you know. Um, uh, uh, M.A. Doka is going to coach these dudes to play hard, and that's what they do. Fourth quarter, I mean, they really make a big push, man, like a really big push, you know. Um, but I thought the whole time the Hawks did a good job just with their composure, just, you know, hitting big shots, Um a lot of highlights tonight, man. Jalen Johnson had about four or five dunks, it seems like. Um, 
Onyeka had some nice blocks. It was just, it was a lot of back and forth. Like these teams really don't like each other. Like they really don't like each other. It was a lot of, a lot of chippy, a lot of back and forth, and it made for good basketball. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, it made for good basketball. Uh, I want to shout out Sadiq Bay. Want to shout out Sadiq Bay? Everyone knows about the shooting slump that he's been in. Uh, just trying to get up out of it and and to get out of a shooting slump. I don't think you realize how mentally tough you have to be. Um, Coach Snyder talked about that after the game. Like, you know, he was like, hey, you remember all that stuff y'all was talking last month about Sadiq and his his shooting slump? You know, but he's playing really good basketball now. Even if the shots don't go in, he's finding ways to contribute. And tonight he hit a huge three, a huge three at the two-minute mark to put the Hawks up nine. Now, um... The Hawks, of course, almost almost <laughs> tricked that away, but um, it was just a huge shot. He had another play where he got a, a offensive rebound and a dunk and kind of a putback, kind of the, the nail in the coffin. And um, you just got to salute that dude, man. I salute that dude for just staying with it and working hard. And Coach was very um, – Coach had a lot of praise for him after tonight's game. Uh, he's like, look, man, he's a mentally tough guy. He said he puts the time in. You know, he puts the time in, and I think that is a value. So want to shout out Sadiq Bey for um, his contribution tonight, man, his contribution. Um, Hawks managed to hold on, and after the game, Coach also talked a little bit about Kobe Bufkin. Um, he said, I think he did a terrific job. You know, he, he was moving his feet. He had his hands out. There was one spot, Jalen Green trying to get around him. He, 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 didn't, he did not get around him, you know. Um, Hawks end up getting a steal, and, and I think they got the bucket. But um, Kobe Bufkin, he, he looked um, – initially he looked like he was kind of, you know, not really too comfortable, but he settled in. He got some shots up. I think he even made a three. But um, Coach, Coach Snyder was just talking about how he's just a student of the game and how – you know, he'll be on the plane looking at the film. You know, he, he's he's putting in work and not just, you know, dropping 30 and 40 points in the G League. Like he does, he puts the time in. So um, that was something nice to hear, you know, something nice to hear about one of the young guys and just his development. So um, shout out to Buffkin, man. Shout out to Buffkin, man. I'm looking to see. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can see more and more of Kobe Buffkin. Even once the guys who are hurt, even once they um, get better. But um, it was a good win for the Hawks, man. 122 to 113. The Hawks have now won six of their last eight. Uh, they are still in that 10th spot in the East, you know. But, hey, everyone counts. Everyone matters. Every win matters. So, um you just got to keep plugging away, man. Their next game is a home game versus the Chicago Bulls. Now, I believe the Bulls won tonight, but um, let me pull up the standings and see exactly where the Bulls are and where exactly the Hawks are. And wouldn't you believe it, Chicago Bulls are one game in front of the Atlanta Hawks. So, um, the Chicago Bulls are 25 and 28. Bull, I mean, the, the Hawks are 25 and 29. Uh, they lost tonight. So, um, I don't know, man. We're going we, we to see. We're going to see. Now, the Hawks typically have 
a, a tough time with these teams who are sub 500. <laughs> so anything is possible, man. Anything is possible. But uh, as far as the game tonight, um, of course, to me, like the player of the game was, was DeJounte Murray. 34 points, six boards, seven assists. Um, just uh, he was aggressive when he needed to be. Played damn near 40 minutes on a back-to-back. Um, well, he didn't play last night, but um, just a good night for him, man. Just scoring the ball. Got to the line 15 times. I don't know the last time um, he got to the to the line that much. Um, DeJounte likes playing the Rockets for some reason. Like that's just like kind of one of his things. But um, for him to drop that 34 when, when Trey wasn't shooting well, Bogey wasn't shooting well. Bogey was three of 12. Trey was six of 16. And to have a guy like DeJounte Murray, who uh, who who can do these things, right? And so for those that want him gone, like it's <laughs> you do realize that if he goes, you're not gonna have that. And right now, there's nobody on the roster that can replicate what the John T. Murray does. So, uh, I mean, I, I I know there are some folks who want to make some moves, and they want you know the John T. up out of here because him and Trey, you know, it is what it is. But um, if he goes, man, you're not gonna have this. You're not gonna have it. So, and, and I highly doubt you're gonna get someone of the John T.'s caliber coming back in a trade. Highly doubt it. If they move to Jante, I think it'll be more so a move for the future, uh, more so than it will be for the present moment. That's just kind of my thoughts on it. But um, I thought Onyeka played a good game. I thought uh, Jalen Johnson played a good game. Like all the like everybody scrapped. Everybody scrapped. Like they're, they're, I can't really fault anyone and say they were terrible. You know, I, I, I Trey didn't shoot the ball well and needed a bogey, but after the game. Uh, Snyder talked about both of those guys explicitly, like Trey Bogey and um, I think it was somebody else talked about how, like, you know, Bogey had seven rebounds tonight. You know what I'm saying? Trey had four. Everybody was hitting the glass tonight. Now, of course, they got out-rebounded because, you know, a bunch of short cats out there. But um, the fact that they were out there battling is something that is of value. So um, that is about it, man. Get the dub. Hawks moved to 24 and 29 on the season. Again, winners of their last six out of eight. And they'll see if they can keep the magic going with the, I mean, against the Chicago Bulls come Monday. But we should be in the building for that one. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending some time with the Hawks Beat Podcast. We really appreciate you supporting this um, podcast like we always say man god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him show him some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-v-e love we out peace Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.